Shalom Yudim, Shalom Lebenei Noach, Shalom Egoyim. It's the evening of the fourth day, Erev Zayin B'chodesh Shvat, Parashas Bo, Tavshin, Pei, Dallas 5784, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, January 16, 2024. You're listening to Phantom Nation, a.k.a. the program program coming to you from the Promised Land, Promised to the Jews, which makes billions of people very unhappy. Recognizing this country uh, as promised by the Almighty, to this one tiny people, not even 1% of humanity, but a quarter of a percent of mankind. That means recognizing the cosmic truth of the Jews' Bible, which means recognizing the existence of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And people don't want to do that because that makes them feel guilty. Adolf Hitler hit the nail on the head when he cursed the Jews for their degrading, quote, degrading self-mortification of a false vision called conscience and morality. The Ten Commandments have lost their validity. Conscience is a Jewish invention. It is a blemish, like circumcision, close quote. And what is circumcision if not the sign of the covenant with the Creator, the Creator of all that is? People hate Jews because their very existence is evidence of the existence of God. And some people start to feel guilty when thinking about Jews for that reason. For example, yesterday, uh, the sons of Ishmael, uh, two cousins, made their way into Ranana in Israel, uh, stabbed Jewish drivers in their vehicles, stole three of the vehicles, used them to uh, murder a 79-year-old Jewish woman and wound 17 others by stabbing them. And the two Arabs with their knives did this because their religion has taught them uh, that the Jews are evil incarnate. Uh, carnate from the Latin word for meat. Their bodies, which can be stabbed and slashed by believers in the one true faith, as in Jewish terms, a religious mitzvah, a commandment to murder Jews at random. Every one of them, these Jews, is guilty and deserves to die. Mommy, Daddy, one of the demons on October 7, shouted into the cell phone to his parents in Gaza. I've killed ten Jews! Wow! This is with whom we are dealing, and state of the ancient, statehood for the ancient Palestinian people has nothing to do with it. Four of the 17 wounded yesterday by those two Arabs, slashing and stabbing with knives, they're in critical condition. It was uh, yesterday, two days after, yet another mob of anti-Jews paraded in Washington, D.C., hundreds of thousands by one estimate, in order to demonstrate their desire uh, the, that the world's only Jewish state must be destroyed. It was called March for Gaza, whose speakers accused Joe Biden of supporting the genocide of Palestinians which has taken the place, that accusation of the deicide charge, literally killing God. In 1965, the Aboriginal Christian sect called Roman Catholicism ruled that uh, no more would living Jews be seen as guilty of being Christ killers. They were the Orthodox Jews way back when, the Pharisees, they were guilty, but no longer would living Jews be seen as guilty of killing Jesus too. The last speaker at this rally of those thousands of mostly Muslims, but other Jew haters as well, was Mr. Osama Abu Irshad, the executive director of American Muslims for Palestine, who accused Biden of fueling Jew hatred by supporting Israel and promised that Palestine would be victorious. Quote, we are not the anti-Semitics, his word. 
It is you who are fueling anti-Semitism when you claim that Israel is the embodiment of Judaism, when you claim that the Israeli people are the embodiment of Jews. They are not representative of Jews, close quote, he said. Famous expert on Judaism. What he means, really, is that today's Jews in Israel are not at all like the Jews known in 14 centuries of Islam. The Dhimmi, the relationship between Jews and Muslims, did not begin with the first Zionist Congress in 1897, or the Balfour Declaration of 1917, or the Six-Day War of 1967, when Israel took over Judea and Samaria. The Jews are uh, all over the Quran, sometimes explicitly, but many times in plagiarized versions of the Jewish Bible and even Talmud. The Quran is chock full of plagiarized Judaism. It is hard to find even one original religious idea in Islam not stolen from the Jews. Of course, uh, this speaker, this uh, son of Ishmael, the final speaker after four hours of Jew bashing by other speakers, Mr. Abu Irshad, of course, said nothing of October 7. Only that, quote, Philistine will be free. All people will live in peace when Israel in its current structure will cease to exist, close quote. This is wonderful. This is a wonderful confirmation of the cosmic truth of the Torah. In very few verses, we learn the character of Ishmael, son of a Hamitic woman, not a Semitic woman, who was prophesied and turned out to be a biological, anatomical human being, but with the spirit, dare we say, soul, of an undomesticated jackass. The Torah is truth. On October 7th, there was evidence, I think, that those 3,000 suicidal Jew-haters were given amphetamines, which may also have inflamed their native bestial characters that ignited that incredible orgy of raping hundreds of Jewish females, shooting them in the head and continuing the rape toward the climactic spilling of seed into a corpse. Attending this festival of Jew-hatred that went on for four hours on Sunday was Cornell West, formerly a distinguished scholar at Princeton, who, like uh, Claudine Gay, lately president of Harvard, who will continue to receive a salary of a million dollars a year, Cornell West, like her, climbed the ladder of success, thanks exclusively to the color of his skin, not the quality of his brain or heart. And I say to anyone who attended that March for Gaza, I say these people are evil people. Leastwise, their support for Gaza, a.k.a. the Muslim Brotherhood, those empresarios of the behavior of those 3,000-plus Muslim jackasses in heat with axes and gasoline to burn Jews alive. Anyone who supports Hamas is an evil person. Anti-Semitism, when examined dispassionately, is its own admission, <laughs> inadvertently, of the greatness of the Jewish people the product of fidelity to the five books and beyond over thousands of years. Hitler was sick in his head about Jews. He believed the 1% in Germany who were Jews during the Great War, a.k.a. World War I, had the power, just 1%, to stab Germany in the back and cause its defeat. Wow! In his mind, the Jews were so powerful, they were capable of causing Germany to, to lose. Anti-Semitism makes me smile when seen as the haters' affirmation of the nuclear power of Judaism that produced not only Jewish history, but produced Christianity and its civilization and produced Islam and its culture, 
I hesitate to call it a civilization, uh, the anti-Semite in his passionate hatred of Jews willy-nilly exhibits his respect for this people, unique in the world. I mean, what other religion triggers in people's minds uh, these mental delusions about Jews hating mankind and doing evil things to mankind and coordinating with one another in a virtually supernatural uh, ability? The Jews as a kind of anthill in which every member works for the communal goal, or the Jews as a beehive, all those drones servicing the queen. What also characterizes the anti-Jew, enslaved to his baseless fantasies, is the desire to rob the Jews of their rich culture, their spiritual and material wealth. And this is how to look on these mass rallies around the world on behalf of the Palestinians, who are today's victims of genocide perpetrated by the Jews, the victims of their own Holocaust. One of the signs held aloft at this latest uh, anti-Jew rave in Washington was an Israeli flag, only its shield of David in the middle had been replaced with a Nazi swastika and engraved with the words written, quote, End the Palestinian Holocaust. That's two words uh, pilfered from Jewish life, Palestinian, is a fake national identity that mimics the Jewish identity. As the indigenous legitimate owner of this country, uh, the Palestinians claim they are the indigenous people. As Israel pined for 18 centuries to return home and have a state again, so the Palestinians have pined for thousands of years of a state for themselves on the very same real estate. Not an original idea or term. Likewise, what the Palestinians are suffering today is genocide a term originally applicable only to Jews. Another uh, that, that sign that read, End the Palestinian Holocaust. The Jews had their Holocaust at the hands of the Nazis, and so too the Palestinians had their Holocaust at the hands of Jews acting like Nazis. These people are nothing but thieves. Or in Rashi's brilliantly concise commentary of one word, Ishmael, after being expelled, became a steam. An armed robber. Thank you. 
שואלים, מה קורה איתך? איפה הקריירה? היכן ההצלחה? יכולת ערימות של כסף לגלגל, רק חבל שאתה תתבלדל. Avichai Paz Greenwald. Yeah, I believe that anyone who sides with the people in Gaza, who have their own free will voted for Hamas, is an evil person for supporting those who did what they did on October 7th. One of the cruelest, most satanic behaviors in recorded human history, which does not lack for barbaric massacres uh, on all inhabited continents, I believe. Here in Eretz Yisrael, during the first revolt against Rome, Rome captured rebel Jews and crucified them along the roads in what Rome called Judea. Like modern-day light poles on a high-speed highway, the roads here were lined with Jews suffering death by crucifixion. But what happened on October 7th, when I think about it, I find myself literally slack-jawed, gaping at the cruelty of these people who seem to lack all empathy for other human beings. Known human behavior in a prison, for example, can result in friendly relations between some jailers and some prisoners. But with these Muslim Arabs, they rejoiced at not only the intense pain, physical pain they were causing to their victims, but they relished the horror in their minds, how they enjoyed watching the faces of Jewish parents as they gouged out an eye or two of a little son, how they enjoyed the suffering of girls they raped, with tremendous force. Today, there was uh, supposed to be in Washington a mass work stoppage of government employees in 22 agencies to honor, quote, a day of mourning for the 100 days of Israel's military operations in Gaza. Mourning for the Hamas people. It was victims of the Zionists. Of course, everyone uh, who absents himself from work uh, to do this must be punished financially charged for the hours he did not work, and fined for the self-licensed violation 
of his position as a government employee. Who gave these people the license to do such a thing? For sure, this is yet another outbreak of the current tsunami of Jew hatred. Never before seen in U.S. history. That's what this work stoppage is. It's anti-Semitism. Anti-Jew ostracism has always existed. But social ostracism, nothing like this tidal wave of hatred that has resulted in physical violence against Jews and threats of violence against students in the best universities threatened by de facto anti-Semitic thugs matriculating at Harvard, a school that began as a seminary for Protestant clergy who had the highest regard for Jews. It's a little-known fact that Harvard, for the first 150 years of its life, handed out BA degrees to graduates after a four-year course during which every year you had to study Hebrew. It was mandatory in order to be able to read the Jewish Bible in the original. Moreover, at graduation, the featured speaker, the valedictorian, gave his valedictory speech in biblical Hebrew. This went on for 150 years. That's how respectful of Judaism the founding fathers of America were uh, of the Jewish Bible. It's an indicator of the decadence in the U.S., this academic disgrace at the best universities, Harvard, Princeton, MIT, allowing guest speakers such as Mr. Mohammed Al-Kurd, a self-described Palestinian Arab who spoke the same day uh, as the mass in mass rally in Washington, but only in London on Saturday before a mob of evil enthusiasts of the Muslims in Gaza who orchestrated October 7. This uh, character, Mr. Al-Kurd, has spoken at those three schools mentioned, Harvard, Princeton, MIT, and he said Zionism is apartheid. Zionism is genocide. It's murder. It's a racist ideology rooted in settler expansion and racial domination, and we must root it out of the world. Zionism is a death cult, close quote. Anti-Semitism, as I say, makes yours truly smile. This is a wonderful example of psychological projection. It's textbook. Hamas is the death cult in this relationship. All those crazed maniacs on October 7 were also suicidal in the belief they would enter Muslim paradise and be able to rape, vir rape virgins 24-7 for all eternity. This is the death cult. Countless times in my relationship to Israel, I have heard and read of Muslims saying, we will win because we love death and the Jews love life. Ancient Egypt, a Hamitic culture, had a religion that was all about death and the next life. Its principal text is called the Egyptian Book of the Dead. And what is Egypt most famous for? Uh, what is a principal pillar of their economy? The tourists who want to see the pyramids, which are the greatest in size tombs in human history. Here is this Muslim delusionist in London accusing Zionism of being a death cult. What you're listening to is a man for whom objective truth and reality does not exist. In every Arab country, uh, there's a bookstore, there are bookstores that you can find books on how the Jews, according to their religion, must murder a Gentile in the spring for his blood as a necessary ingredient, ingredient in matzah, the unleavened Passover bread, uh, an object plagiarized by Christianity and remolded into the communion wafer. Today's anti-Semites accuse Israel of apartheid, as this guy did, uh, which was all about the color of a person's skin when there are no laws like that in Israel. 
To repeat, there is no fidelity to truth with such people, because they are all slaves of their appetite for the intellectual and material, spiritual property of the Jewish people. All's fair in love in their universe. You can say anything you want about the Jews if it furthers your agenda, which is to dispossess the Jews of their country and all the wealth they created in it. Prior to Zionism, according to all reliable visitors to the country in the 19th century, the country was a barren wasteland. Since then, the startup nation has done nothing but build and enrich itself. I remember Israel in 1965 when it took five years to get a telephone. There was no television. Few people had cars. In 1948, the state began with 650,000 Jews. Today, there are 7 million. And, uh, there are, and Israel is also home to 2 million Arabs whose lives are far better than those in Syria, in Jordan, in Iraq, in Yemen. Yeah, anti-Semitism makes me smile. All of this hatred and dishonesty, the delusions, the lies, it's all evidence the Jews truly are a chosen people chosen for a very different destiny. No other people, no other religion produces the mishagas, the craziness, in the minds of our enemies, these Muslims and Jew-haters worldwide.
And that was Udi Davidi. And you're listening to the program program on phantomnation.com. Well, from where I sit, the war is not going well. Today, some 50 missiles came flying out of the Strip, most of them directed at Nitivot, where a store was wrecked. Likewise, in nearby Givulim, a warehouse was hit and damaged. The IDF is still fighting in the center of the Strip, and no less in the north, which we were told was conquered. Only God knows how many missiles they have altogether and where they are stored in their hundreds of miles of tunnels. Since yesterday, the IDF reported uh, in the north, near uh, north of the Strip, near Beit Lahia, which is opposite uh, Kibbutz Niram, they just discovered 100 rocket installations and 60 ready-to-launch rockets. For me, the war will be over only when they no longer can launch these missiles. The question is, uh, how long can they continue doing this? At least in the north of the country, the IDF has decided to upgrade its response to the rising level of violence of rocket and missile attacks from Hezbollah. Uh, they just uh, started striking way inland, away from the border, at Hezbollah bases and installations. Though in Jerusalem, unfortunately, in the capital, in the government, the tempers in the security cabinet are beginning to arise with disagreements. Defense Minister Gallant has been very tough talking on victory in Gaza, but he also calls for, wait for it, strengthening the PA, which suggests this man has learned little over the last 30 years. The Oslo plan envisioned giving Fatah a state in exchange for which Arafat and henchmen would prevent Hamas, a Fatah's rival, from committing terrorism against Israel. What fools those Marxists were. Others have said in other contexts, Marxists Marxists have no sense of the human personality. They fantasize a wish-fulfillment fantasy solution and pursue that regardless of its incompatibility with human nature. Uh, Joe Stalin thought it would be best if everybody lived communally, so hundreds of thousands, even millions, were driven into communes against their will. Of course, they all failed. Arafat, by 1993 was a known commodity in Israel and among the politicians. After 30 years of his murder and mayhem, at that time, the Mossad told Rabin and Perez that in his career, Arafat had made some 200 agreements with other parties, I guess all of them, fellow Muslims, fellow Arabs, and he broke every one of them, to which information Perez and Rabin paid no mind. They believed that with them, with Israeli Jews, he would become a man of his word. And this wishful thinking, I'm afraid, remains in full gear these days, as men like Gallant and Gantz call for a Gaza Strip, surrounded by Israelis, but managed from within by an international consortium that, by its very name, would never govern the Strip as it should, because uh, that would be of no benefit to these countries. Israel, of course worshipped its founding generation who fought in 1948 and established the state. The IDF was the jewel in the crown of the Zionist enterprise. But Israelis have yet to learn that brave and clever warriors are no guarantee they have any political sense, no understanding of the enemy and the intricacies of international politics. And I am still waiting for at least one Israeli politician to call for annexation of the Strip, the dismantling of UNWA 
It's, it's a scam. And deporting of all of its freeloading beneficiaries, these so-called Palestinian refugees who are neither Palestinian nor refugees. Since it's now well known, UNWA, the UNWA operation, has long been invaded and taken over by Hamas. All are in agreement that Hamas must be destroyed, and that has to include UNWA, no less.
המשיח יכבוש את כל העולם בלי ירייה And that was the extraordinary Yosef Karduner doing words from his Rebbe, Rebbe Nachman. And the words are, the Messiah will conquer the whole world without firing a shot. Okay, that's it for this second of this week's three podcasts for subscribers uh, to phantom-nation.com. I'll be back for number three on Thursday. Until then, Laila Tov, Ma'er Yisrael.